Welcome to the Metro Church Podcast. Metro exists to exalt God and equip people. Here at Metro, we long to become a community that celebrates the presence of God, communicates the Word of God, demonstrates the love of God, and educates the people of God. Everything we do revolves around this core mission and vision. We are so glad you are here today to listen to this week's podcast. It is our prayer that this message encourages you and equips you to be like Christ in all aspects of your life. Enjoy today's message. Greetings to all of you in the sweet and matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We want to take this opportunity to welcome each one of you to the house of God. And it is our desire and our prayer that may the Holy Spirit continue to minister to you all in a very special manner. Amen. It's such a joy to have you all with us in the middle of this pandemic. And uh, this being almost the 19th month or nearly the 20th month that we have been here uh, in the middle of the pandemic. And the Lord has been good to us. Amen. Uh, you know, yesterday, as I was telling, uh, I had the opportunity to, to spend some time with uh, about 12 kids, 12 children from our church. Uh, Ten of them are planning to take water baptism next Sunday. Excited for that. Amen. And that as they, continue to, as they walk, want to continue to walk uh, uh, in the presence of the Lord. And I was asking them some questions about your salvation experience. Um, and... And it was surprising to me that some of them accepted the Lord while they were eight years old, nine years old, ten years old. And some of them ex- accepted the Lord uh, in their Sunday schools. Some of them ex- accepted the Lord in their Metro student ministries. Some of them accepted the Lord, you know, during the VBS here. And I just began to thank God for all these ministries that are happening. Would you give a shout out to the Lord for all these ministries? Hallelujah. That is preparing the hearts of these young ones. Sometimes we fail to see that, isn't it? We tend to feel that this is a place where things should be happening. But no, church, there is things happening in the children's church, in the Sunday school right now. Amen. They are engaging themselves with the word of God and they're engaging themselves with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is bringing transformative changes in their life. And they, they are saying that, yes, we want to follow Jesus Christ. We want to go to the next step. Hallelujah. So we thank God for all these ministries. Amen. We don't take these ministries lightly. I know there have been people who have made a choice to come to Metro Church just because of the Sunday school ministry and the children's church ministry. Maybe not for the Sunday worship ministry, but maybe for the Sunday school and children's ministry. Great. If they made the choice, it's great. Why? If we've been able to teach our young, younger generation about Jesus Christ and his love, and we're able to teach them the word of God, I do believe, hallelujah, that today or tomorrow the seed that has been implanted in them would bring forth hundredfold fruits. Amen. If you believe that, would you raise up your hand and say, amen to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Such a joy to have you uh, see all of you and just glad to see Robin here with us. Uh, Robin is here with his wife, Meewal. We want to welcome you to our midst. Uh, amen. Anybody else here for the first time? First time. I'm just taking this out in the very beginning. Nobody? Okay. Church, last whole month in the month of October, we were in a series uh, in the book of Joel. How many of you were blessed by that? Amen. Uh, we read the book of Joel several times. We saw different themes. And I'll tell you honestly, there are still much more to be preached from that book. Because that book is so loaded with so many things. But thanks be to God for the opportunity that God gave us uh, to, to repent, to come back to the Lord. Hallelujah. And from jumping from October, we come to November. And here in November, we are in the month of Thanksgiving. So this month is the month of uh, 
you know, my, the, my, my sermon title, this whole month we will be talking about Thanksgiving, but this, uh, my title today morning is Cultivating a Grateful Attitude. Cultivating a Grateful Attitude. And I will be taking you uh, a journey through the, the Gospel Luke uh, chapter 17. That would be our primary text. And my desire as we continue in that passage is threefold. Number one, we begin to see, we begin to learn that gratitude is an attitude of your heart. Gratitude is an attitude of your heart. Number two, we will also learn that a grateful heart will worship the Lord. A grateful heart will worship the Lord. And thirdly, we will also learn that Jesus, Jesus celebrates gratitude. At the same time, he chides ungratitude. Amen. Are you with me this morning? Amen. Matthew Henry, a Bible commentator, a well-known figure, for those who are studying Bible definitely know you may have at some point touched Matthew Henry or Matthew Henry's commentary. He was robbed once and he wrote in his diary something like this. He said, let me be thankful. Who wants to be thankful when you're robbed? You may be a crazy person though, isn't it? But he said, let me be thankful. First of all, because I was never robbed before this. Number two, I'm thankful because even though they took my wallet, they did not take my life. Number three, because they took my all, it was not much. And number four, it was I who was robbed, not I who robbed. You know, look at a, anything in our life, you know, there is so many things, different perspective to see things from having an attitude uh, of, of gratitude. Amen. So let's, let's look into uh, the story in the Gospel of Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19. 11 to 19. I already stated to you uh, what we are going to be learning from this story. And this story is quite famous, only found in the Gospel of Luke. Luke only mentions this story. Nobody else mentions this healing of the ten lepers. The healing of the ten lepers, or the cleansing of the ten lepers. And why? We will come to know why would Luke mention this story and why this story is so unusual unlike any other miracle story. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read this story. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. Luke had already mentioned in 951 that Jesus set his face towards Jerusalem. He also mentioned in Luke chapter 13 verse 22 that Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem. Luke throughout his gospel, always paints Jerusalem as the ultimate, as a final destiny, final point of Jesus Christ. His, his mind is always set to take Jesus to Jerusalem because the most important thing in the life of Jesus happened where? In Jerusalem. So he always paints a picture that Jesus is, is moving towards Jerusalem on the way. Hallelujah. And here, Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem. He's passing along between Samaria and Galilee. We know that these places, Jerusalem, Samaria, Galilee, these are all places where Jesus' ministry took place. Much of his ministry took place. Judea is the other place. That Jesus' entire ministry of three, three and a half years took place in these, uh, these, these cities. It's beautiful to go and see these cities because it's too far. About 250 miles is what, if you, from Mount Hermon all the way to Dead Sea, that's the length, you know, it's maybe driving from here to Houston. That's how, how long Israel is. So if anyone is interested for next year, a trip to Holy Land, let me know. After this meeting, you can come and meet me. We'll figure out a time and a date for that. Um, and he entered a village 
he was met by 10 lepers. Luke is very uh, considerate. He didn't say he was met by lepers and who were 10 in number. No, he says met by 10 lepers. He gives them individuality. He gives them uh, reverence. He gives them personality. They are not just merely lepers. They are individual people who have leprosy as a sickness, who stood at a distance. And they lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, go and show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. That Jesus answered, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. What a familiar story to all of us. We may have heard messages. We may have heard this story oftentimes. And you know, along with that, there are, these are two words that we have often learned in kindergarten. Say your pleases and your thank yous because that can go a long way in your life. Pleases and thank yous. Amen. Why this story is so special, why this story is so special is because this story is not primarily known for its healing, but this story is primarily known for the response to the healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Number one, let's, uh, let's dive into this story. Number one, gratitude is an attitude of the heart. Ten people, ten lepers, they're standing by the roadside at a distance and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. They all cried out the one and the same thing. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Till that time, we don't know who they are. Till Luke mentioned it to us that one among them who turned back was a Samaritan. We don't know their ethnicity. We don't know who they are. But we can normally assume that they may be part of the people group who lived in those areas. And we know that since Samaria is mentioned, since Galilee is mentioned, since Jerusalem is mentioned, and then Jesus' ministry was in Judea, this could be Jews and he could perhaps be a Samaritan also in this group. But only one person returned back. What does this tell you and me about this person? Because listen to the story. And as they went, they were cleansed. As they went, they were cleansed. All ten believed when Jesus said to them, go and show yourself to the priest. All ten of them believed. They didn't, they didn't ask. There is no miraculous here, isn't it? There is no, Jesus didn't say, come let me touch you. In Luke chapter 5, there was a leper who came to Jesus and asked him, please make me clean. Jesus touched the leper and healed him. But here, Jesus didn't even touch this leper. There was a time in the ministry of Jesus where a blind man was healed. He had to make a paste of the mud and put it on his eyes. Here, Jesus didn't do anything. All it said was this, go and show yourself to the priest. Why? So that the priest may certify that you are cleansed. Church, these 10 lepers, they believed the word of Jesus. They believed him, isn't it? Wow, healing happens when we just take God for granted and his word for granted. There are no questions asked. There are no rationality there. It doesn't make sense to us. But the moment they heard, they all started going. And then one of them, when he saw that he was healed. So when did the healing take place? Tell me, when did the healing take place? Ten of them, Jesus, they cried out to Jesus. And as Jesus said, they all turned back to go to the priest. Probably going to Jerusalem. 
they all got healed they all got healed not only they believed they were obedient also isn't it they believed and they were obedient but only one turned back to express gratitude that's what i'm saying the gratitude is an attitude of the heart the rest of the nine didn't come they were so engrossed in the healing that they wanted to show and get the certificate from the from the priest declaring that you are covid free or cancer free or you are leper free leprosy free they wanted the certificate they wanted to get back into the society they wanted to go back to the family they wanted to go and hug their wives and the children they wanted to go and embrace their parents they wanted to do all those things because they had been missing these things they are crying out have mercy on us but one guy turned back but the moment he saw that healing had taken place in his body probably his limbs got restored probably his face or his body which was filled with sore got healed and he perceived that i have been healed he turned back he turned back hallelujah because his heart was a distinct heart his heart was a different heart hallelujah church what i'm saying is this sometimes we may be willing to believe and we may be willing to obey but that doesn't mean we can give thanks nammal anusarikkum chalappum nammal vishwasikkum cheyum adagondu nammal nanni kodukkanam nirbandhamilla nanni kodukkanengil hridayate thodanam hridayate thottal mathrame namakku nanni verthullu only when it touches our heart can gratitude come out hallelujah because when it comes to them they all obeyed they all believed just because we have obedience just because we have believe doesn't mean that gratitude can come out gratitude happens when your heart is touched this is luke's message to the early church isn't it god is expecting something better from you through this story luke is teaching us or teaching the church god is expecting something better from you don't be like the nine people who showed ingratitude but be like the samaritan be like the samaritan you may not include him in your company you may say that stay outside there you are outcast we have no relationship with you do you know that a, a, a pious jew would pray in the morning a simple prayer like this lord thank you for not making me a jew no thank you for not making me a samaritan a gentile and a woman and a dog that was a pious jews prayer just think about it where they put a, a samaritan in that in that in the whole list and here comes a samaritan who was touched by in his heart who turns back hallelujah church can i ask you this morning sometimes you may be going through a difficult circumstances in your life but can you be thankful even in that difficult circumstance of your life because you never know when things may change but be be filled with gratitude and be thankful in that difficult circumstance things may not change but can we cultivate a heart of gratitude even there maybe you're in a bad relationship maybe somebody is giving you a hard time at your workplace your 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 manager or your supervisor somebody is giving you a hard time but can i tell you right now wherever you are can you start giving thanks to god for that manager for the supervisor it doesn't matter whether they change or not but god is looking at your heart whether your heart is changing for the good maybe one of the co-worker who is working with you is always behind the back stabbing you behind the back stabbing you can we be thankful for them also can we be thankful for the guy who cuts us on the uh, when we are driving our our natural impulse is what to honk isn't it our natural impulse is what to honk show him that i am displeased with your behavior 
But the next time when we have the impulse to honk, can we say, Lord, thank you for him. I don't know. He may be going in an urgent. He may be going urgently somewhere. Watch over him. Keep him safe. That's very hard to do, isn't it? Am I right? It's hard to do, isn't it? I'm telling you, honestly, my also impulses, first impulses, man, let, him, let me show him who, what he has done right now. Maybe there's a tough teacher in your school and a professor that you're dealing with and he will not make you pass. He always comes out nasty to you. You always, you know, you, and you feel that you are prejudiced against him. You feel that, you know, he's he showing himself, you know, there's something that is going against me all the time. I'm doing my assignments, I'm doing, I'm finishing my course, I'm submitting everything on time, but somewhere along the line, he's not showing, he's not just to me. This morning, church, I'm saying, if you want to cultivate a heart of gratitude, can we say, Lord, thank you for that Professor X, Y, and Z that you have put in my life, and no matter how, whether he's giving me a failing grade also, but I want to say thank you, Lord. As you say, as you begin to see that, hallelujah, you begin to thank God for such people, difficult people in your life. I'll promise you one thing, hallelujah, not only God is going to change you, God will change the circumstance as well. Our obedience and faith is good, but God is expecting something better from us. Our obedience and belief is good, but God is expecting something better from us. And Luke, the doctor writes to the church as he's penning this gospel narrative, why he has to bring this one story? Because he wants the church to know how much Jesus, hallelujah, celebrates gratitude, thankfulness in the life of his church. Some of us may be walking in bitterness for a long time. Bitterness. We may be angry at people. We may be in resentment against people. Sometimes it could be even people within the church body or even outside of the church body. But can I tell you something this morning, church? Start cultivating a heart of gratitude for those people also because it is through those people sometimes we are humbled and we are brought to the level where we say, Lord, I don't know how to deal with them, but I know, Lord, my eyes are upon you, Lord. You bless them, Lord Jesus. Whoever they are, whatever they are doing, Lord, you bless them, Jesus. These gospels, narratives, these miracle stories are not just mentioned for us so that we may get hyped up and say, Lord, heal me of my leprosy. But who knows, the leprosy that I may be having is a leprosy of ingratitude. The leprosy of ingratitude. Not being thankful for the, my circumstances. Not being thankful for what God has given to me. The grass always looks greener on the other side, isn't it? Gratitude leads to worship church. Look at what this man is doing. Look at what this man is doing. He saw, when he saw that he was healed, he turned back. He turned back. Praising God with a loud voice. Praising God with a loud voice. This is, this is Lucan. Purely Lucan. What? In eight times in the Gospel of Luke, I can give you the references. Eight times in Luke, he mentions people coming and praising and glorifying God. Probably Luke coming from the Gentile background that as he was, he thinks that glorifying God is the best thing to do. Amen. Because those who are born in the family think that they are entitled to all these things. Jews think that they are entitled to all these things. When Jews who are called to praise God and worship God and thank God are not doing, God is raising up Samaritans to worship God. A foreigner a foreigner to worship God. Hmm. That's a picture of a true worship, isn't it? He comes back, he's praising God, 
Read that. Read that. What does he say? Praising God with what? Praising God with what? Aha. Onu parne. Vaiche. Malada onu vaiche. Praising God like how? Varkis mati pasu onu vaiche. Engena devito sudiche. Na. Ha. Ana varkis mati pasu ara. Andi ano. Ah. Kan. Ah. Ah. അല്ല അതല്ല അതിനു മുമ്പ് അതിനു മുമ്പ് അതിന്റെ പതിനഞ്ചാം വാക്യം സൗഖ്യം ആ പദം ആ പദം താങ്ക് യു താങ്ക് യു പാസ്റ്റർ താങ്ക് യു പാസ്റ്റർ ഞാനെന്താ പറഞ്ഞതെന്നറിയോ ഹൗ ഡിഡ് കം ബാക്ക് ഹൗ ഡിഡ് കം ബാക്ക് ടെൽ മീ ജോയ്സ് ഗ്രേറ്റ്ഫുൾ ഹാർട്ട് വിൽ ലീഡ് ടു വർഷിപ്പ് ഹൗ ടെൽ മീ you you tell me you answer me eh L- loudly loudly you know why you know why you must read leviticus ningal leviticus onu vaikane come with me very quickly leviticus chapter 13 was 45 to 46 somebody can take numbers chapter 5 was 1 and 2 leviticus chapter 13 was Chapter 13 was 45 and 46 and Numbers chapter 5 was 1 and 2. You get the picture of why he is so loud. Why he is so loud. Why Joe? Those who have got it, you can read it. No, Numbers chapter 13 was 45 and 46. No, uncle. Leviticus 13. Leviticus 13 was 45 and 46. സംബി കൺ റീഡ് ഇൻ ഇംഗ്ലീഷ് ലൗഡ്ലി യാ read carefully what must this person do a leprous person who has a disease shall wear torn clothes his hair is hanging loose then he must cover his upper lip and cry out what unclean 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 he must remain 50 feet away from the next clean person then what does it say he will remain unclean Yes he shall live alone his dwelling shall be outside the camp this guy knows what jesus has done for him he realizes what jesus has done for him hallelujah i've been walking like this crying out unclean 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 torn clothes hairs loose now i can come into his presence You remember why he's so loud? You know why he's so loud? Because he has been crying out unclean, unclean for the last so many days and so many months and so many years. Worship proceeds out of a grateful heart. 
this morning church i don't know how much you want to cry out and shout out to god what is the highest decibel level of your hallelujah this morning i don't know what is the highest decibel level of your amen i don't know how loud you want to say praise be to the lord i don't know true worship true worship follows out of a gratitude heart a heart filled with gratitude Coriton Boom and her sister Betsy they were moved to Ravensbrück prison camp when they came to that prison camp it was overcrowded filled with fleas all over the place Betsy said to Cory Cory let's give thanks to God that morning their devotion was taken from 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 Give thanks to God in all circumstances. In all circumstances, give thanks to God. Corey said, no, Betsy, I cannot thank God for this condition because it is too crowded. There is so much of fleas here. I cannot live here. I look at all the place. I cannot do it. But Betsy said, no, Corey, start giving thanks to God. Praise God for this condition also. Look at every corner of your building and start giving thanks to God. Corey said, I didn't realize it at that time. I started giving thanks to God for that condition of my prison. Soon, some months went by. We had, we had peaceful Bible studies in that, in that room. And you know, we, later only we realized why we could have peaceful Bible studies in the room is because none of the guards would come to this room because it was flea infested. Church this morning, no matter what your circumstances are, if you and I begin to praise God and give thanks to God, hallelujah, hard relationship you are going through, hallelujah, a financial burden that you're carrying in your heart, give, start giving thanks to God. And you know, it's so beautiful to see that Jesus celebrates gratitude. Jesus celebrates gratitude. What did Jesus say to this man? Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you. If he would have gone to the priest, the priest would have said, you're cleaned. But Jesus didn't send him with that cleansing certificate alone. Jesus gives him, you are saved. You are made whole. Not just cleansed alone, but you are made whole. When you turn back to Jesus with gratitude, he has much more to offer you than what the world can offer you. He has much more to offer you and me what the world can offer you. But remember church, that's not the only thing Jesus did. Not only Jesus celebrated, you know, his, his coming back and praising God, but Jesus also chided the nine who didn't come. What did Jesus say? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Was this only one foreigner? Was this only one foreigner who could come back to God and give thanks to God? Only this one foreigner? It's been said that in the, in, the, in, 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 the, in, the, in the Jewish temple during that time, between the partition, between the wall and the Gentiles partition, sometimes stones would come up, appear, where this word would be written, elogenes. Elogenes means foreigner. And there was a warning given to these foreigners that if you happen to find yourself in this place, know that you can be stoned to death. A foreigner was not supposed to enter the sanctuary or come near the sanctuary. He had no right to come be there. But what is Jesus doing? What is Luke trying to say? When the natural would not give thanks to God, God would raise up others to bring him glory. 
you remember the story when jesus came into the city the children started praising god and the jewish priest and the elder said tell them to be silent jesus said if they remain silent these stones will praise him church if you and i don't praise god god will raise up others you and i think that i'm entitled to these things god will raise up other people because god will get his honor his praise his worship through people but what about us this morning church can we ask the holy spirit this morning lord help me to cultivate a grateful heart oh god a thankful heart oh god a heart that is filled with gratitude when i come in your presence oh god with my people lord with my family members oh god that i will be thankful oh god i will be grateful oh god for every blessings in my life shall we close our eyes shall we close our eyes and as we close our eyes church yesterday we did this in our life group i want if you are a cancer survivor if you are a cancer survivor or anyone in your family had cancer and they survived the cancer you are a living testimony this morning i want you to stand up this morning many of us in the church in the last 19 months have gone through covid if you overcame covid you are a covid survivor we want you to stand up covid mohandram kaninaalaga bharapettu devu ningalku saukyam nalgi would you please stand this morning church we have so much to give thanks to god isn't it along with these people who are who are who are living testimonies of god's goodness and grace we have so much to thank god this morning in the bagal kala devathe sthudipa namakku endu vage undu hallelujah in the last 19 months or maybe in the last 11 10 months god answered your prayer god answered your prayer and you want to give thanks to god would you stand to your feet this morning oh raba shantanaadi kabaraga deri vashandanaadi reemana shakthure dimanaga sambhaladare if the lord kept you safe the lord provided your house food clothing and you want to say thank you jesus thank you lord would you stand up in the presence of god oh raba shandala dire kamaan dire shatarada andure shikaradale riba thanks for listening to this week's podcast If there is anything we can do to continue equipping you in your pursuit to be like Jesus, then please do not hesitate to reach out to us on our website at metrochurch.us. Also, if you found today's message to be inspiring and informative, then please share it with your family and friends and leave a review on this podcast platform or on our website. Again, thank you for joining us. We are so grateful for you. Have a great week and God bless you and your family.